The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Well, obviously, I'm not Nui Scruggs, but you are now rocking with the best. I'm Heckman Harrison, and this is the Media Mash. I get to get a chance to ask all the juicy questions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to the guys that ask all the juicy questions. And uh I, I'm gonna need more energy, heck. What do you mean? More, more what do you mean? I gave it to you. I'm, I'm, I I'm just kidding. what do you mean? I'm kidding, man. Man, hey, I, I'm in here, I'm in the building with my man uh Nick Eatman, and I've argued with him plenty, uh, but I get to do it. They pay me to do it. That's right. Uh and director and of edit what is it? What are you now? You're big they don't just put big wig on your title like they should. They should just say, you know, he, he's pretty important. It's I don't know about that. Uh, editorial speak, content. Director of editorial content. Thank oh, well, you. And we're moving on up. And moving on up. And John Mashoda from the Atlantic. Man, I, this is my first time ever meeting you. So I've read plenty of your articles and admirer of your your work, sir. I appreciate so, that. So I'm gonna take you to task as well. <laughs> so it's uh it's all good in the hood. But fellas, this is what I do. When I get a chance to host, I think it's very important that you start off by asking people about how how is your mind, how are your mentals? Are you good today? You know, it, are you on the verge of going, you know, mm-hmm. postal? Mm. Are we straight? Are we safe? You know? Man, so, Nick, Nick, I'm going to start with you. You would have got me yesterday when I'm dealing with uh, plumbers. I mean, uh, at the at the house. You deal with plumbers? It, uh, well, they, you know, yeah. So uh, a plumber that, dealt with you. It was that kind of day. So, uh, anyways, and then and the guy was seriously was like, you're a Cowboy fan? You know, because I had this badge. I was like, Took a badge off, and I was like, listen, whatever's going to help me get this thing going here, I don't care if you're 49. I don't care. He was like, you guys aren't going to the Super Bowl. That's what he said. And, and I you like, agree. I, I said, listen, as long as I get to go to the toilet bowl, man, I'm serious. I do not care. Yeah. Like, whatever. So we're good. We're good today. Good. You're good today. We're good today. Glad we didn't catch you yesterday. Everything's flushed out. Everything's good. Who yeah. who did it? Who's the corporate? The corporate. Oh, it's always well, you know what. It could be me. It's probably me. It's probably you. Yeah, I was, oh, that's I was a good gonna blame dad. someone else. But oh, like, that's a t- it's only it's only like two <laughs> yeah. two boys in the house, so it's probably me. So. Uh, and John, how about you, man? You didn't know you it was going there. It's like, no, it, it's I didn't. The seat. It's the seat. Clarence I, usually sits here, and, and he takes it there, and I, I took it there. I didn't. Shots fired. My man, my weeks basically are. I mean, I'm not in your situation. You know, I live. A single life, and I cover the Cowboys, and basically during the but season. But you were a Detroit Lions fan growing up, right? I was, yeah. So that absolutely. that was it's you you're you're past all that, right? now? Yeah, I mean, let's. You grew honest. out of it. It's not just that, but it's. I mean, I challenge anybody to like a team that doesn't win for Ever. forty years. Go ahead. I challenge you to be that diehard like, that you're going to go to every game and still be this diehard fan. Like, you'll pay attention to it, but you're not going to sit there and be hanging who, on it. Who like, else is in the in the big four of sports? It, well, I'll say three. Yeah, this is hockey. Sorry. Yeah, I'm who, not a hockey fan. Me either. Who Who else is like that? Sacramento Kings. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that'd be Never one. Texas Rangers. Oh, well. I mean, I mean, there's a little Zing. bit. There, well, I, I see. There's similarities with the Browns. The Browns have been down for, yeah, a, Browns, for a long time. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I, would, I I just think Sacramento Kings because I'm just like. There's not much going. on The problem on is there. the problem. No. The only reason why I won't go there with it, and I, I bring it more to the Browns, is because um, if the Lions were ever good. 
you can put that sports town up with anybody. Yeah. You'll never. Sacramento can go win when they sure, had, sure. you know, Chris Webber and all that. Nobody. Did they really care? Yeah, they really right, didn't care. Right, right. But, like, Cleveland, if the Browns ever won, I mean, the city would be electric. You know, that's why it kind of, I always rolled my eyes at the whole hockey town thing of Detroit. It's like, is it really hockey town? Yeah. This is a this is a Lions-Tigers town. It's not really hockey, because it's the only team that's winning, it was hockey town. But They had a lot of fans at the game. I mean, you yeah. were there. I yeah. mean, like, that surprised I was, me. I was, was kind of surprised. Now, speaking yeah. of having fans at the game, the Bears... Yeah, they're gonna bring, they're gonna show up. They're gonna bring, and they also different color than what you've got. <laughs> they got a little. Did they show up well in New England? I don't remember. I I, I was I, watching the game. I don't remember it standing out. Trust me, it's gonna look like yeah, yeah. This, this game's gonna look like Syracuse. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna blue and and orange. Well, Seriously. if you were a season ticket holder and you were selling your your seats, you sell the, you these sell noon games. No. Are, yeah, these noon games noon are the ones. Bears. <laughs> No, man, you go get what you do is you go to brunch, you know, get yourself all lathered up on some yeah. mimosas, and then you come into the stadium, man. It's, it's, it makes Well, Texas Live is a game changer, you. for sure. We see you. I, mean, I know where, you're, where your game plan is going <laughs> to be. You, you better believe it. And I thought I said the athletic, but if I said the Atlantic, I'm sorry. Uh, it's fine. No, okay. No but that's I what all I, time. Oh, you do? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that. I did that. Yeah. Uh, but for two guys that have a pulse of this team, um, and, and I get to get a chance to ask guys this round that that's filling this thing out. What is your pulse on this team right now? The identity of this team after look after seven games is that enough of a sample size for you to say I think I know who these guys the 2022 Dallas Cowboys are? John, I'll start with you. I don't think I, I still don't think I know. I know what they are on defense offensively. I don't think that they've reached what they can be. This isn't you know if if Dak had gotten hurt and was out for the rest of the season. I think I know what this Cowboys team is. It's going to be a very just take care of the football, run the football, and then dominate with defense. But now that you have Dak back and he's working his way back in, I just – I don't know. You can disagree if you want, but I just don't – I can't no. buy into that complete they're going to be a run, play good defense when you have a franchise quarterback like Dak Prescott. I just don't see that happening. And so, I don't know, it's one of those things where you just kind of – how many weeks is it going to take until this offense – you know, particularly in the passing game, gets clicking. And really, for me, it's it's on third downs because yeah. that's when they when they get that clicking on third down, then I see everything else kind of falling into place. But until they do, I don't know that I know for sure what their identity is. Yeah, I mean, I to me, I look at it, I just, I'm creating a word. I mean, the, the, I'm changing gift to gaft. 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 Okay. G-A-F-T. I do. I think this is a good-ass football team. I really do. I think this is a good, good team. Probably the best fifth seed that will ever be in the NFC or in the playoffs because I do think it's going to be really tough to, to beat the Eagles. I think the, the what's what's worse than the Cowboys or easier than the Cowboys schedule is the Eagles schedule, and they got you by two games. So I think that if they're going to do anything, they're going to have to do it on the road. But I agree with you. The offense is a struggle, but the defense is to me is just light out, and right. I think I think it'll be even tougher when you get into the colder games. Um, I just don't think they're going to give up hardly anything. And and I think I think that they're going to lead this team. Now, you got to get any kind of help on offense. You get, If the offense gives you anything, then I think that, that they have a chance to – I mean, they're going to compete with anybody that, 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 that they get out there with. So if, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're basically saying that pr- prior to the injury, you were looking at obviously the, the offense could – could operate at a high high level, uh, but now Dak coming back and seeing Cooper Rush, you recognize that this team can get wins with a bus driver. It can get wins with a bus driver, but I don't think it can get to multiple playoff wins and get to a Super Bowl with okay. just a bus driver. Okay, you know that's my whole thing is when when Cooper Rush was in there, and I remember we talked about it on here that I think he could take him to a certain level, but to get the ring, to get their ultimate goal, 
you need Dak Prescott to be playing at a high level because he just opens up so many other things for you. And now, I mean, you look across what the teams that will be in the NFC playoffs, at least the way it looks right now, it's not like there's a lot of great quarterback play. But I think for this team, I think the defense can carry them, certainly. I mean, they're going to win double-digit games. There, there's no make the playoffs, like you said. Um, but to get past that, because to me, that's when that's we can talk about this this week, next week, whatever. But this team will ultimately be judged by what they do in January. Mm-hmm. And for them to get past what they've been doing in January, they need Dak Prescott to be what da- what you know. They need Dak Prescott to be a good Dak Prescott. Yeah, and and a running Dak Prescott, a guy that that's not afraid to dive in there and get a couple first downs and do all that. And I do think that will come. Uh, and and I, once that happens, I think it's gonna this gonna the offense will open up a, a lot more. Um, I like what we're seeing at the running game. I think that they can run the football. And I just think when you get to games in December and January, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Uh, and and that that's going to help them. I mean, like it's going to be these tight, close games. I mean, just like we saw last week, they were way better than the Lions three weeks ago against the Giants. They were way better than them. Yeah. But they didn't blow them out. They're not blowing right. teams out. I don't think that I don't know if they have that capability, which is scary, but that's the way it is. And, and I, I mean, I, I love what you said. And it's polar opposite from some of the other answers that I get when I ask about this offense because people are like, I like it. Let Keller Moore call 25 pass plays and let's run the ball 30 times. That is a recipe for success. You're saying the complete opposite. Yeah, because I don't think think they run the ball like 14, 16 Cowboys. 14, 16 Cowboys running Mm -hmm. the ball? With with DeMarco Murray in fourteen, Zeke in sixteen, mm-hmm. I'd be just fine with Buster. I would I think that ultimately for them to win it all, they're gonna need the passing game to show up somewhere. I don't think the running game is that good. I think the running game is solid to good. I don't think it's great. In fourteen and sixteen, it was great. With that fourteen and sixteen run game, with this defense, they could win the Super Bowl. So who's missing? I mean, who let's just get to it. Who is it? Is it Frederick? Is it uh Oh, um <laughs> Is it Tyron Smith? <laughs> Is it a good? Is it a, a great? Well, Frederick, spend? yeah. If you give, yeah, you give you a, a, yeah. a Frederick for sure. That would do a lot to solidify things. Um, I don't remember who the left guard was in fourteen. Was it Leary? Leary, but, but Leary sixteen. Yes, I don't sure. remember that one. That left guard. I don't. I don't even know who it is. I would yeah, say. Kyle I would Cohen. say if you're going to give me one person to add to this offensive line, it would be Travis Frederick. Yeah, He's the center that can, yeah. that can get it done. I mean, I do think, and I've been a, a harsh critic of uh Biotis. I really has. I mean I, I just thought that they could get better and I'm sure they yeah. can. But I the Cowboys really didn't feel like they could. They didn't fit think anyone in right. the draft was better than, than Biotis. They don't think anyone in free agency. They didn't want to go get that veteran that stayed out there forever. I think he's still out there. Treader maybe. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, they never Treader. they never went that and I think he's actually played pretty well. I mean Biotis, I mean, I gotta give him credit because I don't see any bad shotgun snaps and I don't see him just getting blown off the ball that much. A couple times, but it kind of happens at center, but I think for the most part, he plays with leverage. He's pretty good. So, so Nick and John, you know, look, yesterday around this time, I think you broke the news yesterday that uh, Robert Quinn mm. just happened to uh, change from Chicago to Philadelphia. <laughs> a short drive, but nonetheless, he made it. Uh, how, 24 hours later, I'm asking everybody, man, how do you feel about that? And do you believe that there should be a counter? move on behalf of the Dallas Cowboys or or do you feel like with the move that they made with Hankins hey that maybe that was the move yeah. that they needed to make yeah maybe maybe Quinn was the counter move like I I don't know like it, it's weird I wasn't really if I'm a Cowboy fan I wouldn't really worried about Quinn that much this week I'd be more worried about what he's going to do with Philly with those guys 
in defensive tackles that could kind of help him. And he's a he's a pretty good edge rusher, especially in that kind of scheme. So um, I think this will be a good move for him and a good move for the Eagles. Um, but, you know, I think for this week, I'm sure it's Terrence Steele and those guys, Tyler Smith, probably like, oh, that's good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, down the road. I mean, I think McCarthy said it. I got mixed feelings. And so did Dak. It was like at first was like, well, that's good. But then yeah. we'll see him down the road. So. You know, I bet more. I bet fans are probably more annoyed by it than happy about it for this game. And fans want you to make a counter move, but a front office can't operate that way. You can't go, well, oh, these guys are making this move. Now we got to do something. You got to make moves that make sense for your team. You know, and if there's a guy out there, maybe one of these moves gets them to feel that way. Like, hey, maybe we need to add something that we were kind of on the fence on. But I don't think you just all of a sudden go, well. Go through that book again. We, we got to get something <laughs> here. Just go through the book. Let's just we'll give up a third or fourth. Just get something so that we counter. Like I don't think you can do that. Uh, I'd like real to quick, see the, in, the book. The injury report just came out. Uh, Michael Parsons was limited today with a shoulder, oh, and Sam Williams didn't practice because of a knee. So those are two updates on on the uh, injury report there. So two two important pieces there. I on Thursday, see, I don't see any any way that Michael Parsons wouldn't play in this game, but. On yeah. a Thursday, yeah, you don't want to see that. That's not good though for Sam Williams. I mean, yeah, no, no, a knee on a Thursday when he wasn't here yesterday. I I think that's happened more this year than I can remember. Some kind of practice injuries. You I mean, know? Thursday is their toughest practice. I, mean, I know the most padded. But you know, see most it, man, Saturday not too long ago there yeah. was a guy yeah. <laughs> shoulder injuries Schultz. and all that. Didn't Schultz? Or is it Schultz? Schultz. Yeah, yeah. Semi Fajoko so had, had both one in that too. Saturday practice right before the uh, Eagles Seems game. Like they both Rico did. Dowdle had something that yeah. I mean, it's like these things just kind of pop up, yeah. you know. But anyways, uh, yeah, I I, I don't, wouldn't be too worried about Micah, but yeah, um, yeah. And Sam Williams, I mean, Sam's coming <coughs> off a good game. The, the this is the type of game where you want him to you know as to still Garrett's line stack good games together. Don't just get excited about that. Come back and say I can do even better than that. So right, and he and, might he might play. And, and gosh, obviously we hope he does for this for run purposes alone. We, you know, yeah. you're going to need uh, a Sam Williams. But I wanted to ask you brought up a name that I was just getting to, and that's Tyler Smith. And what do you think about his performance so far? Seven weeks in, it's been it's it's been tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's been tough, but they're developing him, and I think Coach Philbin has done a really good job. Even when you point across the line, that guys like Steele uh, that you see developing, but particularly Tyler Smith, uh, what's your grade on him? I think he's been. I think he's been pretty good. I don't. It's tough when I grade him because I feel like I'm grading on a curve of my expectation going into the mm-hmm. season, which is pretty low. And so I think he's exceeded my expectations. I didn't yeah. think he was going to be able to have success at left tackle like any at all. I thought it was going to be some really bad days, and I mean. He hasn't been great, but I don't think that – I don't know. He's gotten beat on some plays, but I just kind of expect that out of, out of a rookie tackle. But the other the, – just thinking about that whole situation, okay, so Tyron Smith comes back. Then what do you do? All of a sudden, are you moving him to left guard? Uh, I mean, are you moving Tyler Smith to left guard and, and putting Tyron Smith back at left tackle? Are you keeping Tyler Smith at left tackle? And, and, and regardless of what your answer is on any of that, that right there is the difference between 14 and 16. Because in 14 and 16, you just rolled out that same five for most of the season. You had continuity. So as you got later in the season, you knew what you had. I mean, 
since Mike McCarthy became head coach, they have, he just has not had any continuity on an offensive line. There's no. been injuries. They, you know, yeah. I mean, I think that he was expecting to have Travis Frederick. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just been a lot of moving pieces there, and he'll be the first to tell you that that's tough on an offensive line not to have a, a cohesive group that even if it isn't the best five that you've ever seen, if it's the same five you have all season, they're probably going to get better as the season goes along. So, I mean, you putting Tyron right back in at left tackle when he gets back? Let's say it's like mid-December? Probably, but and then um, what are you doing with Tyler? I don't. I mean, uh, put put uh, put him at left guard. Yeah, I okay. mean, put him where he practices all summer. Yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. He's a smart guy, and, and and he he picked this up, and I think he'd be fine. I mean, I think he's been pretty good. I mean, leads the team in penalties. Penalties was the issue. Yeah. for him, but it doesn't seem. I mean, it's been what seven games? Yeah, it's six seven. penalties. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's kind of what he did in college. You know, yeah. it was like 12 penalties in college, like won a game. Um, but Flozell Adams had won a game. Now, it wasn't It was usually a false start. DeMarcus Ware had about one offsides a game. I just feel you like the rookie offensive tackles that really dominate or at least play really well as rookies, those are guys you're spending a top five pick on, a top 10 pick, like a Tyron Smith. Like, it's the longer, yeah. I mean, most of those offensive tackles, it's going to be, it's, I mean, right. there's, there's outliers, but generally speaking, when you get later in the first round, second, third round, asking them to start right away as a rookie. I, yeah. I'm just not, I mean, I'm trying to win this thing right now. I think, I mean, the window's open. Right. I mean, this is a good football team, a, a good ass. And the team. NFC, yeah. and the NFC East, I mean, the like, NFC it's division, here. I mean, the entire conference is wide open. It's here for the taking. So, like, if, if, you know, I hear people that say, and I'm on a show with Derek Eagleton, and he kind of he. I know he's reluctant to move him around because he's going to be the future left tackle. Yeah. But you know, Larry Allen was the future guard of this team too, and he played all over the place and he moved around. And I mean, great players can figure it out. I just think I'm not. I'm not just. I, I would just hate to go to a playoff game and lose, and Dak gets sacked four times, yeah. and, the, and the whole game Tyron Smith is just holding his pads right. like this. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. not going to happen. Can't do it. <laughs> no. Okay, you got to go down with your guy. And so I, I, let's see if he's still got the same. I know he's been out here working, and he looks pretty good from what people tell me they've right. seen. Right. I haven't seen yeah, him, yeah, but yeah. I, people have told me he looks pretty good. So, right. But, we'll but there's been nothing about Tyron, uh, Tyler Smith's performance that has wowed you that has made you say no like Derek feels yeah. like this is this guy is the future left tackle for your organization I, if, if Tyron Smith comes back he comes back in a different capacity move him to guard or, or another position you're saying no go with your guys you give him back go right back to left tackle bump your rookie inside mm-hmm. if, and I think he can do it and I think he'd be pretty good at it I mean in fact they may, may want to try it honestly yeah they may want to try it early and and Maybe if you get into a game where you feel good and you want to move Peters, you know, put Peters at left tackle and move him in there. I mean, I'm not saying you can just mess around with games, but you might want to see if you can do that because you want to see if this is going to work. If Tyron does come back, let's see the guys played it. Oh, the possibilities, the possibilities, guys. We're going to take our first break here on Media Mash. I got more heat for y'all. We'll be here for another 30 minutes, dog. So (laughs) tune in with us on the Media Mash. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Man, I, I don't have a read. I, I don't. I don't have a read. I'm here with Nick Eatman, the big wig, and yeah. John Mashoda from the Athletic. Keep saying wig. You're bothering me because I'm like, uh oh, I'm getting there. No, dog, you hanging on. <laughs> hanging on. You hanging on, dog. Well, a lot of people that gave up, Nick, you going strong, dog. Hanging in there. Hey, if you go a couple months, man, you might be able to it, braid that up a little bit. It's, uh, it's bray is what it is. It's a, it's a little bit of blonde and gray. So are you done? Yeah. Are you dying it? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Wow. No, lot, you're not going to ever do that? Uh, a lot of players, listen, a lot of players, you know, they died out. I get asked all the time, are you on the Beijing? I'm like, man, just I love men. my just <laughs> It seems kind of exhausting to do that because I just feel like you'd have to keep up with you it. Have to like, keep I mean, it up. Is it, is it an everyday thing? Is it every week? And like I have, how? I think I have ADD, so I would do like one side, and then I'd be like, <laughs> what, what happened? And then it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. well, look, a squirrel. And then, like, yeah, and then it'd be like. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's once a week, it's not that bad. I come in on the show like this. Yep. Good. Uh, sure. Sure, Brian. Hey, black on one side, blonde yeah. on the other side. Man, come on, man. Uh, look like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. NWO Hulk Hogan. That that was the bad. That was the terrible Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that it look. was. Hey, old, old Terry. That that was bad. Um, but talking about something that's good, our defense and we we talked about it earlier is carrying the load right now, and they are doing a damn good job, man. You call them a, a good ass team. I say we got a good ass defense too. Mm. Uh, but also, you got some ballers on this side that I feel like are making this defense elite level. Uh, and I don't want to put say you know people always every time they want to talk about a great defense they eighty five bear you know it goes on and on. However, 
when they talk about this Cowboys defense, they talk about, you know, it always goes to 20th in rushing. Like, mm-hmm. And then they say nothing else after that. Yeah, 20th in rushing, that's a huge Achilles heel. If you're able to fix that part of this defense, do they ascend into the stratosphere of elite level? Oh, yeah, there's no question. That's the only thing that's missing. And and I'm not one of these people either that thinks it needs to go from 20 to, like, top five or anything. I think if it just gets somewhere closer to 10 or 12, I think they'll be fine. The thing about that, the run defense that concerns me a little bit is I just feel like that's what teams are going to try and do to you again. Again, I think this team's making the playoffs, and I probably look too far ahead. But again, I'm I'm looking towards January. What's your best plan at January? And I and I also believe that that is a Mike McCarthy thing too. Whether it was mm-hmm. in Green Bay and since he's been here, the plan is whether it's taking care of players when they're injured during the season, whatever. It's uh, it's the con- it's to continue to ascend for what you're going to be in January. Yeah, and I thought I thought on the on the fan this week 105.3, I thought Jerry Jones said something that, about that. Um, about you know because the guys that were asking him a question they they want to watch like you know run and shoot I mean yeah. they, they 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 just do the, those guys they just want to see the passing game and all that stuff and they they don't really they think it's risky to just run the ball like this and play this type of game Jerry's answer was that's how you have to win in the playoffs yeah it's playoff football we're getting ready for it because you have to win that's the way you're going to have to play it's going to be tough it's going to be bad weather you're going to grind it out you got to do that so that's kind of you know that's that's the way it'll be and there will be a game this year I guarantee you somebody will beat them they'll get up on them 17 points and this offense won't be able to come back. And I'm like, how did they lose to yeah. whoever? The yeah. Jags. Yeah. The Bears this Minnesota. week. Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. You know, Minnesota can throw it around. I mean, that's going to be a, that's going to be a game for sure. But they got Dalvin Cook. But yeah. I mean, like a Colts or somebody like yeah, yeah. that okay. is going to is going to could catch them if you play like this and and the defense maybe, you know, makes a mistake to you know, here or there, but but I'll say this, so going back to the question, I get asked too, do you think they could be the 85 Bears, the 2000 Ravens, the the Bucks and all that? Well, those teams aren't teams unless they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I don't think there's ever been a team that you call talk about their defense that didn't win a Super Bowl. So ever. that's really what you're asking. Yeah. Right. Is can they win a Super Bowl? Yeah, if they it, do, then yeah, it'll be the 22 Cowboys. And it's so hard to compare to those previous defenses too, because there's just we're in an era right now where there's more parity than ever before. Mm-hmm. You know, there isn't those just juggernaut team where you're just well, good luck with that. I mean, they're gonna just blow you out. I don't know how you even hanging with that. I mean, everything is just so wide open right now. So because of that, I think small little adjustments can be the difference. But outside, if they can just slow the run on teams, they just have so many playmakers on defense. I mean. I constantly am thinking, like, man, when is the last time that I've seen a Cowboys defense like this? Well before I started covering the team. like, And it is just proves it week after week after week. And the craziest thing to me is just how much and quickly it turned because of just how bad we saw it. Not 2010, 2020, just how bad the defense, and then how much it's turned to what it is now with some of the same players, but obviously a lot of changes, Dan Quinn and all that. Uh, and, and I don't. Can we and, add another? Yeah. Micah Parsons. Well, Micah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I mean, the Cowboys go as Micah goes. I mean, but yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think that where they're at right now is like, well, this is their defense. It's very good. Like, I think that it's still got room yeah. to ascend by when, when you get to January. I don't think they're bad against the run. I, I really don't. I, I think that they are. I think uh, those stats are, are deceiving. I think that they're an aggressive Get after your ass type of defense that doesn't. They want to harass the quarterback. The only way you can win is if you try to scheme up ways to run the ball, and you can. You can get some runs here and there, but when you get down around the goal line, things shore shore up. I mean, look. I mean, the the Lions ran. I mean, Washington ran. They got some yards. The Giants ran. I mean, it takes Barkley breaking it off for a touchdown because you get in the goal line and be red zone. 
I, it, it changes and everything yeah. kind of shrinks. It, it shrinks. And so I just, I, I think that they're not like just world beaters there. You know, it's not just this brick wall to run the ball, but I think it's the way the scheme is. It's almost like a trap of just kind of like, yeah, you can get in here, but then we, we don't trust that you're going to be able to keep doing this without making mistakes. You're going to go backwards. And when you go backwards and hold us and it's third and 20, Good night. And here we yeah. come. Here we come. And we saw them do that against Detroit, except for that one big run that got them into the red zone. They kind of played them. I call it 30 to 30 defense. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. Get past the 50. We're going to clamp down a little bit. And once you get to close enough, it's good night, Irene. 30, 30 for 30. I like it. <laughs> 30 for 30, you know. But, John, look, this is our first time meeting. I just want to introduce myself properly. I am a Dallas Cowboys zealot, okay? Everybody knows it. It's not a secret, all right? This is me. I'm pulling for the Cowboys. And so I want, I want badly for you to say, yes, this is the 85 Bears. This yeah. is the two. I want you I to can't say, go there yet. Come on, dog. Give me some hope. I need, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just. You didn't hear it next week of the bye? They're going to do the Super Bowl shuffle. They're going to go out. They're going to record it in a studio. Yeah. Again, again. The name is and, I'm the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that might take it up to the next level. Maybe that, 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 that does know, get them. You know when they did that? I, I believe they went and they did that, and the next week they got their ass kicked by the Dolphins. Yeah. And then that was it. They didn't, have, they didn't lose Never another game. Well, but they again, went and recorded it. I'm kind of beating a, a, a dead horse here with 14 and 16, but from covering 14, covering 16, there's a reason Jason Garrett's not here anymore. And it's right. not because he couldn't win games in regular season. He was winning games during the regular season in those years. It's because of January. And, and, it, and that's why Mike McCarthy was brought here. And so I feel like the way I cover the team, the way I look at things is all about like, okay, what will they be as, as they keep going? It's right. not really about at right now per se as much as, okay, like because I'm one of these people that, and I know I'm probably in the minority when it comes to this, like, I honestly, because of 14, 16 in these, those previous years, don't even care about an NFC East. I'm just like, yeah, who cares? Well, oh, you won the NFC East? What do you, you want the T-shirt? You want the hat? Well, you get you get to host a playoff game? Where has that gotten you? So maybe maybe being a wild card team, going on the road, which obviously will help having a good run game and a good defense, maybe that's the route they need to go. That's what Mike McCarthy did in 2010 with the Packers. That seems like that. I could see that being the way that this team wins. You play Madden? I don't know. Yeah, but if you did, you would just simulate the season. Yeah. You'd just be like, I got to get through this. I can't deal with this crap anymore. Where are we? Just well, I, just, I mean, I said it I said it yesterday on the show. I mean, I judge it because of that because I'll give you a good example right here. Tell me if I'm wrong on this. You get two more wins last year in the playoffs, so they make it to the NFC Championship game and then lose. I think I think Amari Cooper, I think the whole crew's back. I think because of losing against the 49ers, then that's when you're like, well, we got to shake something up because something's not right here. If they made it to the NFC Championship game for the first time in 26 years, you think do you think they're still going in the offseason and go, Mari, thanks. Got us as far as we've gone in 26 years. We're going to move on. I, I'm sorry. I just can't, I just think NFC Championship game, I've never seen it. I don't yeah. know what that is. You just got me on NFC Championship game. So wow. it's just a one one or two wins. I had a hot top fake. I've never been. <laughs> I don't even know. Every time someone says that, you're like, man, you've been doing this forever. Man, yeah. You've seen everything. You've seen it all. You're like, nope. I've not seen an NFC Championship game. And, it, and, and and they've been close, you know? Yes, we have. <laughs> right there. Uh, hey, right there. But this defense, that's why I feel like this defense is so special. Uh, in a way, you're coming from the 2020 season where it was astronomically bad. Uh, you, you couldn't get any worse than you were to now drafting a Mike. It's almost like they had hot sauce in the eye. You know what I mean? Oh, man. And, and that's a bad situation. Damn. It is. You can't see. It's yeah. poor guy. Yeah, that, that's a. He did. He had a hot. That poor guy. He he'll never live that down. Man, he'll wow. he'll never live that down. I feel, I, yeah, I feel bad for him because it was you could just tell with the COVID season and all that that it was just 
that was not the job for him. This no. was not going to be the job. And, and then that happens on top of it. And then that becomes like a national story yeah. while the Cowboys are playing poorly on defense. And, and he just, he's not a bad dude no. to where you kind of are like, he's ha, such, ha. like, such a good dude yeah. that you're so trustworthy to just tell the media what happened well, when you really can exactly. just come back and be like, sorry, guys. I, I got something in my mind. Just a yeah. second. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be right back. I'll take care of something. Okay, cool. Because I will say, there were some things he said in press conferences. And we're talking about Mike Nolan, by the way, if anybody doesn't know. There's some stuff he said in press conferences I still go back to that he wasn't able to implement, but the stuff he would say, it was absolutely where this defense needed to go. Yeah. Now, it took Dan Quinn to get him there, but he would talk about things like when you get to the playoffs, you know, you can't be bringing a knife to a gunfight talking about when you're going to go against these yeah. quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and how you have to be more multiple, which they weren't before that. Right. So he tried to he tried to change it in 2020, and obviously he wasn't the guy for the job, and Dan Quinn is, but you're seeing Dan Quinn, and obviously Mike McCarthy wanted it that way. Now it's transformed to where they can beat you in a variety of ways. To we're on a we're on a podcast talking about from week to week, like where's Micah Parsons going to line up? Your best exactly. defensive player, like that just wasn't and happening before. You're right, and the thing is, and I, I don't think this gets enough attention because you, you, we talk about three four four three, like Belichick used to do it all the time. But Micah, that that's what happens. Yeah. Like, and I don't think the other guys get enough credit for for also switching. Yeah. You know, Micah lining up here and there, which I mean, he kicks. Tank over here, and Dorrance goes over here, and Barr comes over here, and I mean they're all doing it. They're all learning. I mean they're all changing and and being, you know, like on the fly and being multiple well, like that, yeah. going from three four to four three. That you think it made that much of a dif- difference because it's a personnel thing when you go completely three four too. Yeah. You, your ends have to be of a certain st- stature, and it didn't look like Tank fit the bill on that at no. all. No, he didn't need to be up there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would love to to hear like a a. The team, like on you know Saturday night or whatever the game plan is against the Cowboys, I would love to like the quarterback room talking the offense coordinator about Parsons, like find Parsons every play, you know find Mike. I mean I guarantee you, like just seeing the there's eleven practice jersey out there, you know. Yeah, I do wonder about that though because you also got to be kind of cautious of the getting guys too focused on just on him and then all of a sudden ninety wrecks the game. You know, or that's or cool. now, I mean, that's that's no, how Carl for, Banks was a good player. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying for that coaching staff, <laughs> you know? I'm saying Pepper Johnson. That, Pepper Johnson. That, I mean, that, <laughs> that coaching staff has to be careful to say oh, just focus on this one guy. Well, right. Because there I mean, are multiple guys. Well, that that's been that's making. and that's what we're talking about. Eighty-five Bears. You yeah. can you can sit here and say, okay, Singletary, Singletary all day long, and then well, Richard Dent, Richard yeah. Dent, <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, Wilbur Marshall, I think Hall of Fame. Yeah. Otis Wilson. I mean, those yeah. guys were awesome. Ed Reed. Ray Lewis, Saragusa, I mean, Suggs? Maybe Suggs wasn't on that team, was he? I think he was on the second I don't think T-Sizzle was on that, on that particular team. I think it was uh, – I can't think of the guy, but I know you're talking Peter about – Peter Yeah, Bowlware was Yeah, Bowlware was there. And also, I, yeah, I would have gone Woodson. my whole life without thinking Bowlware, but I don't – yeah. Woodson. You got some random football stuff in your head. I'm not going to even ask you. Sometimes. To go. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes. Phil, yeah. Phil McConkey? I, I, <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking – He could go all night player. with this. <laughs> I just – yeah. Vice sick of him. I'm just thinking of, like, random players. Yeah. But that team <laughs> had some dogs on it. And you look over this roster i'm telling you but we were just talking about this on the players lounge look tank lawrence the way that he's playing and maybe the unsung hero of this defense that is nameless right now they yeah. don't have a, a famous name yet uh doomsday three i'll go with that yeah i don't know if they feel that way but don't you think that younger guys like that in the locker room probably don't care about that uh the last time this i feel defense, like they come up with like seriously names. the last time this defense had a name 
It was really close to 2020. Oh, let's not the hot this. voice. Let's not do this. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Let's 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 uh, melt those chains down. <laughs> it got cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if even if you go back to that though, obviously some good players there. But the other part with this defense is not only do you have the Micahs and the Trayvon Diggs and that, but I just feel like. With especially this week, you lose Jordan Lewis. There's just so much. The depth is so much better. That's too so crazy, right? Than than it's been. Where and then and then you also have the faith that you know that Dan Quinn can win in a variety of ways. That he can move other people. I mean, to the point where I'm like, I think Deron Bland's going to be fine. I do too. And I don't know if you say that three years ago. Yeah. You know that. Oh no no no. If he goes down, they'll be. Fine. I don't know that they had the depth to put in another guy that you're like. No no no. I think he'll be good. I do too. Are there any other positions on the defense that you say, look, if I, we can't lose, obviously we can't lose Micah. Let's yeah. start there. <laughs> yeah, I think the most underrated player on this team is an all-pro. I really do. I think the most underrated player on the team is Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. yeah. I think he is just amazing in the stuff that he does and and going and he in the dog mentality yeah. of him and he's been way better than anyone thought he would be. He's had a really good season this year. I mean, he just out receiver to receiver. Yeah. Uh, you the, saw that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's my ball. Yeah, it's my ball. I'm going to turn my hips and go to the outside and make an adjustment and make a play better than you. I, I love it, man. And keep throwing at him. Please, quarterbacks of in the NFL. Yeah, when please. I, when we did, <laughs> yeah. Keep doing well, it. We did a documentary on him, and we went up and talked to his high school coaches and, and, his, and the personal trainer that, that he worked with, him and Stephon Diggs. And they both said adamantly, he is a wide receiver yeah. that can play corner, and he plays it. Yeah. Trust me. But he's you, a wide he receiver. He is a wide receiver. He should be playing receiver. He would be a great receiver. That's the way he is. But he can play corner, so he plays corner. After one of his games his rookie year, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but it was like during the week in the locker room, I asked him, I was like, sometimes it seems like you may try and bait quarterbacks into throwing, you know, maybe laying, laying back a little bit, whatever. And he was like, No. I've never done that. I would never do something like that, whatever. And I just found it funny, like, after the game the other day, Michael Parsons like, oh, don't be falling for what Trayvon does. He'll bait some guys and things like that. And he just brought that up, and I thought about it to his rookie year, because I'm like, man, I bet you he does that a little bit, where he kind of sandbag a little bit, like, oh, yeah, this guy's open. Go ahead and throw it there. Let's see what happens. He used to do yeah. that to his sister, probably. You know, like, he was, he was, he was, he'd be like, yeah, Stefan's open. Throw yeah. it to him. Throw yeah, it to yeah. him, you know. And he'd go get Oski. it. Oski. Yeah. No, man, I absolutely <laughs> love this. But, man, Media Mash, I, we're getting into it, man. You guys are filling in a lot of the blanks for me uh, on the questions that I asked that they can answer a little bit differently with the media than it does with players. Uh, yeah, so we're going to dive a little bit deep. We're going to go on the other side here, but stay locked in with us here on the Media Mash. We'll be right back. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. 
Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, to back to Media Mash. Back on the Media Mash for the last segment and joined with Nick Eatman and John Mashoda. It's been fun, guys. I mean, come on, man. This is uh You've given me all. I, I thought I was going to give throw you some questions that you had to, eh, you know, no squirming in chairs so far. So I, I, I like the energy, man. You bring a lot you of energy, bring it, man. You're if not I bring around, if I bring nothing, I'm going to come with that. I mean, you better bet your ass. What do, what do you like? What do you like uh, during a game? Uh, I'm unbearable. Okay, I am. Uh, what about? Uh, are you any different at a game as opposed to watching at home? I'm I'm unbearable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm unbearable uh, at home. I require everyone to stay in the room that they're watching. They started watching the game. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. You understand? You're not. You got to be like that too during Arkansas oh. games. I, I am the weirdest person yeah, 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 when it sure. comes to games. Don't change the channel. Oh. No, oh, yeah, 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 who does that? But yeah. if they're playing bad, you might change oh, it and then change, change it back. It. You might need to I, I, take something up. I change it. I change. I, I. You change the channel. Oh yes. No. I change on Arkansas basketball. I will change. <laughs> this is what I do. I pause no. it. Hold on. I pause it and then go do something else. And yeah. I take my phone over here so don't be texting me and all that. When Arkansas was playing Gonzaga, every I was like, you know, I was dying. I went for a walk. I went yeah. for a walk. Walked around. There. I got one person texting me. Yeah. Joe Trahan up in PR was like, your hogs are looking good. Like four minutes to go. And I was like, I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Do not say that. Like, So I, I'm crazy yeah. when it comes to yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm a big muting the TV. If the, if the team I'm watching like isn't playing well, I'll mute it. Because it almost like bothers me to hear the broadcasters. Like It's, like it's oh, making it worse. My, I think. my wife will come in and Arkansas is playing and be like, why is the office on? I'm just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> you know, like, you know. So you don't tone it down so for road? Yeah. Have you gone any road games? Uh, no. Okay. They should. I, I should be flown to every game. Yeah. You know, they should. That, if they knew better, yeah, they'd do better. But I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. I mean, you, I just feel so like home people, games. Are you? Are you just? Well, I'm just trying to picture him, Nick if he would have went to that last Eagles game. Oh. Out of the seven or eight oh. Eagles games I've been to on the road, that was the most hostile for me. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, look, it, this is what I'm saying. Like, it, it's one of those situations where I've gotten out of my habit of every quarter going to the bar. 
Okay. So I don't do that anymore. I, I, That's good. I prefer popcorn. I get okay. me a popcorn and, and sit down. And you know, I have to move around. Now, I'm yeah. the, where I'm worse is watching my son's games. Yeah. I cannot – my son's game, I, I can't even sit with my wife. Yeah. Like, it's just – we can't do I it. I don't know, understand how parents – I don't know if you do it or not, but I don't understand how parents can coach their kids' teams. One, be fair to all the kids on the team. And no. two, not be just a – a rack like when the call is missed or uh, something like that. Like uh, I just feel like I would take it too far. Uh, as a, as opposed, to if you're a coach and you don't have, they're not your kids. You know, maybe you'd be a little bit more mellow. Yeah, no, I, and that's going to happen for me in about an hour here <laughs> at soccer practice. And 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 you're right, it does happen. You know, you're just like, hey, Connor, you're going to need to come over here. You know, Taylor, I'm over here. Jacob, get your. Ass. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's 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 a lot different, man. But yeah. you know, it's it's one of my my joys. Uh, I, I can't get enough of it. This kid's know. a baller, by the yeah. way. But yeah, he's he, this kid. He's gonna. What is he a sophomore? He? No, freshman. He's a freshman. He's a freshman. He he's not a baller. What position? Wide receiver. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, let me let me okay. <laughs> help me out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, you got he, good size. Does he have good size? Does he, yeah, does he think kid. he's yeah. a baller? He knows he's a baller. Nice, man. Yeah, he makes I, more you showed me a clip of this guy. Yeah. He should have had two people tackling him with the angles, and he just doesn't believe in a- having an angle on me. No. So he's got dreams of having the star in his helmet. He's got uh, length. He's all. Yeah. He listen. He yeah. Or is he? Or 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 do you have a family where you possibly have kids that don't like the Cowboys? Where do they live? <laughs> <laughs> and are they still? And are they still alive? You guys, you guys have heard of this, right? Like these yeah. families where like they'll have yeah. like like they'll have like a random like Giants fan in the family, well, or actually, you know what? It's probably more like families that like the Giants in New York that have a random kid that likes the Cowboys. Well, you you know where like the fourth the fourth highest state of all of our viewership is in in the United States. I mean, Texas, California, Florida. You know, what fourth is Virginia. Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Because yeah, yeah. that happens too. Right. Like all these former Redskin fans, Washington fans. Like, right. There's somebody in there like, oh, oh for so sure. So your son yeah. had no choice. No. Okay. I don't know. He had a cowboy blanket in his crib growing up. <laughs> but, but yeah, but the thing is, is that so in Heckman play, you played linebacker at yeah. Kansas State and yeah. then North Texas, right? Yes. So he's a tall. He's tall, and then he's going. He's going to fill out a little bit too. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to be a. I don't know where. I don't know where he got his speed from. So me or his nice. mom, not very fast. <laughs> yeah. Check the birth certificate, kid. She, is she an athlete too? Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, she's probably watching the show. Hey, Nick, how are you doing today? Honestly, that's what I always think with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, <laughs> you have his mom that was like track star. Dad played football. You're like, man, you got a great pedigree there to, to just yeah. be like a standout athlete. Yeah, I don't know where this kid got it from, but he got it good. He got it good. Before we get out of here, guys, give me a pick for tonight. Who do you guys have for the Thursday night game? Baltimore, <sighs> Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Bucks. Thank you. <laughs> Baltimore, Tampa Bay Bucks. I, I try to keep my own team from uh, – what was Parcells you say? I keep my own house from burning down. I didn't even know who was playing. Bucks and uh, and Ravens? Yes, Ravens okay. are going, traveling to Tampa. Uh, I mean, that sounds like it is a sh- show over there in Tampa. I would go with the Ravens on that. Not the Ravens. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Ravens too, probably like a 24-21. I don't think that they're going to get – I don't think the Bucks are going to get beaten down, but – I, I, I'm leaning Ravens. I mean, Going Ravens. You know, I, I, what I'm 
you know, I, I watch it, I, I'll just be like, throw it to Mike Evans. Yeah. Throw it to Evans. <laughs> Evans was open. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. Brady, throw it to Evans. No, he's not going to do that. Well, I just, that's how I will watch the game, you know, and then I'll Fine. be like, oh, just, just, if I'm Baltimore, I just kick a field goal here. I mean, I, why? It's a third down to just kick it. I need the points. <laughs> so, yeah, points. I'm playing on fantasy. And, and John, I, look, man, first of all, thank you guys for letting me host yeah, coming man, here yeah, with y'all uh, today. It was absolute fun. Thank you for saving me at the last minute with my wife and the athletic part. I just, <laughs> Yes, baby, you're you're an athlete. Yeah, yeah. That's John Machado from the Athletic. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's my man, the Big Wig, Nick Eaton. Thank y'all for joining us on Media Mash. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!